We are back! We are back! All right, we remember how to do this? We're so back in action! I don't know how to do this. We are back! We are back! We are back! And then, Welcome to the Bearded Out Podcast. We are back! 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 We are back! Back in action! Back! I don't know. Are we on a time limit? There's a time limit. Oh, that's right. We could talk for the rest of the night. Ever. What are we? We're back! Back! We're back! back. We're so goddamn back! What are we talking about tonight? And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're gonna do things all the time together. Well, let's talk about talk about your summers. Talk about places you went, beers you drank, any stories? I got none. I got nothing. Uh, we've all been quite busy this summer so far. <laughs> well, I'm sure you got something. Maybe you talk about St. George or anything you did in Dallas this past time. Nope. Nothing. Well, well we, you just a barrel of fun tonight. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, Chad. Pause. I'm going to go over there and slap the shit out of him. Yeah. A couple fireballs. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone can have. And we're always going to hang out. <laughs> All right. Uh, I already told Jake when we met out in the road and swapped beers at yes. <laughs> mm. Mm. All right. That's you, Jake. That's fine. We're not. Are we? We're not recording, are we? We've been live for the last five minutes or so. Is this streaming? Yeah, streaming like my pee. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Well, here we go. And nobody's uh, watching right now, so don't. I mean, well, I still want to welcome everyone back. Oh, sorry. At our our great hosts. I use great in the most broadest sense possible Dick. <laughs> our hosts adam and chad have returned from summer break for season 2.0 bitches that's right season two bitches. 2.0 August, August 2.0 uh for our return uh fans or for any new fans let's just go ahead and lay a little ground rules here we're going to go ahead and review wait, 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 tonight. what do we actually call these come on Rules of engagement. There we go. There we <laughs> go. Rules of uh, suddenly it's coming back to Adam. There we go. So I, I remind me, do I reveal what we have yet, or do I wait? Nope, not yet. Okay, it's so special. So our hosts here have picked out a special beer for us. We're gonna we're gonna feel it and look at it, and then we're gonna Ooh, open we're it. Gonna feel it. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, Snuggle. Yeah, we'll feel this one. I like the way this one feels. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, you know what I'm going to do with it. Good. We're, <laughs> we're going to give it a nice sniff. Do I sniff? See what see what kind of smells we're getting. Uh, and then, snarf, snarf. then we'll go ahead and we'll all, uh, we'll all take our first drink, and then we'll go around the horn here and see what the initial impression is. Maybe even throw out an initial rating. Uh, and then I don't know, boys. I think we're going to walk walk around the uh, virtual beer world a little bit. Maybe see what everybody did this summer. Uh, I know, Adam. I believe you. You set aside like forty-five minutes for Chad to talk about all the beers he's had since last time. At least an hour and a half. (laughs) Oh, an hour and a half. My fault. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll do a check at about midpoint. You know, a lot of the beers that these boys review can be those barrel-aged beers. Not saying that's what we're doing tonight, but sometimes that taste changes a little bit as it warms up. So it's good to take your time with these because they're always special beers. Well, not always. Special. Every beer uh, is special. Come on. Well, not every beer is special, Adam. 
Unless special. Is, is Coors Light special? Oh, it's, it's special. Wait a minute. Before I finish, Adam, did you have a Coors Light this summer? I can't say. Yeah, no, I did. I, yeah, I had one. All, yes. I can't say I didn't have one all summer. Yeah, I had one. Yeah, you did, you dirty dog. <laughs> dirty dog. Recycled piss. Uh, then we'll uh, clean up some housekeeping, you know, get through some other beer-related news or <laughs> maybe something else will come up. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to stop by Adam's house and smack him around a little bit. And then we'll come in with our final rating. And, and that's how the uh, that's how the show works. All right. Thanks, Jake. Hey, look, what do you guys, anybody, anybody have their free sheet of glass today? Of course. Fuck yeah, I did. There we go. Look at that. We're all, oh, we're all on top of our game for the. Yeah. And that was the first F-bomb of the season right there, right, Jake? <laughs> you know, I said it. <laughs> I said it. I'm like, man, we haven't even started drinking. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you all. <laughs> hey, welcome to season two. Uh, Jake just muted himself again. Now he did. <laughs> <laughs> Jake auto-mutes himself. I think Google Hangouts auto-mutes him. He's like, which one? <laughs> Dumbass mute. Did I get muted for the F-bomb? <laughs> It wasn't by us. We don't care. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jake, for that wonderful introduction. Uh, yeah, season two, episode one of the Beard Hives podcast is live. Hey, Chad, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, AT. How you doing, Jake? Doing great, boys. Thanks for having me for the uh, lead off, the main voyage here of 2.0. Yeah, and so tonight, um, I mean, it is a special beer. And, and Jake is absolutely right. Not every beer is special. Yeah. Um, is there are some special Ed beers, you could say. But uh, tonight we are there doing... Are some, there's some special beers on the other end of the spectrum, too, that you just... You know, we got fives and we got .25s. Those are yeah. special beers, too, in their own right. <laughs> That's damn true. <laughs> My gosh. All right. Um, so we are doing a barrel-aged Imperial Stout uh, that is aged in bourbon barrels by... I think it's pretty safe to say, boys, this is our favorite... Uh, yeah, brewery. Yeah, I mean, three sheeps. Yeah, I mean, these guys just yeah. rock the house on on every yeah. beer. Well, I, I won't say every beer, but the majority of the beers we've had from these guys, uh, they're just, it's unbelievable. Yeah, this, the, this is the Wolf, or yeah, the Wolf uh, by Three Sheeps. And this is a limited release, right, Chad, that they released on, at their anniversary party. Uh, it was, right. I think it was released before the anniversary party, but they had some left. Was that what it was? Okay. Anniversary party, but this is the second release this year, if I remember correctly. All right, well, I'm gonna. I'm sick of talking. I'm gonna open this first. Let's get it open and get it poured. Because yeah, because this was bottled uh, June 5th, so this is the second release this year, I believe. I think you guys are right, though. This is the brewery that the three of us probably most consistently agree on. Is it's just a fantastic brewery. Yeah, we've had the conversation many times, both I think on the show and and on the front porch, um, that when it comes to like three sheeps there's really not one of them i consider and go i wouldn't drink that yeah even the ones that i wouldn't consider great are still are still very drinkable they're not chat chat does one come to mind off the top of your head what it's not drinkable or not good well i don't know they, just like a three or less i guess yeah they had uh when we were at the anniversary party they had a may i want to say it was a mango ipa or a mango yeah, something like that yeah yeah, that oh, one yeah, was. You guys told me about that. Yeah, that one was. I mean, it was an interesting flavor, um, and I, I won't say I can't. I can't say it was bad. Uh, it just it just didn't really hit the spot that day. I guess. Your fancy. Now, when I poured this, this had a very. We say it all the time, but yeah, Coca Cola style head to it. Yeah, very fast fizz. 
It's gone. Um, head's gone. I, I have uh, fizzies on the edge, j- just like you would see if you had a Coke or a Pepsi in your hand. Oh, but it smells fucking awesome. <laughs> well, I might as well get on the fucks too. So <laughs> we're, we're going to break the fuck count this show. <laughs> Man, it smells. I mean, so smelling it, you can smell the boozy, you smell the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say there's some molasses in this Will too. You stop sticking that thing up your nose for those. What, what are you doing? Just because you saw somebody on YouTube, so true. I saw one guy like just jamming up there, and I'm like, that's probably like what he learned in a class. I gotta do that. <laughs> People will think I'm smart. He has a nice beard, it must be right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just look over there, that small little square (laughs) down on the neck. And he's sitting there like. (laughs) I will say, before we get to the smells, I've complimented them before. You know, when I said feel it, I I do love the texture label. I I love the little D inside the O of the wolf. And I I really like the bottles, how how easy it tells you the ABV. Um, sometimes you get other details on the back right there. Well, well, why trade that off? What is our ABV right now? This is 13.5%. Hell yes. Hell this, was, this was yeah. bottled on 6.5 of <laughs> this year. Yeah. This year. So thank you, boys. I could not find this. I tried to find this. I looked at... Uh, that was all Chad, right? Yeah, Chad are coming through again. I did. Yeah, I got it at uh, Craft Beer Cellar in Pewaukee. Yeah, I don't know if our uh, our listeners remember, but Chatter was making a move near the end of season one. There, um, had to say goodbye to was it Ridgemont, Ridgeview? Yep, Ridgeview. Yeah, but he found a new awesome place. Yeah, it's I, it's not. Uh, all right, hang on, hang on. You guys can reminisce all the hell you want. Can we drink this thing, please? For love of God, right. smelling it, gonna listen. Shut up. Can we drink, please? Hold on, I wasn't done smelling it. It's a. It does have a. Fantastic smell. It is a really good smell. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going in. Mine's a little colder than I would normally take it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sip it, but this beer is so damn good. That's gonna be hard to sip. Oh holy shit. Yeah. You know, it's funny, Chad, because when you know we were talking about doing this one for the show, I was trying to remember back. Because we did have us on draft, right, at the, the party. Yes, we did. And for whatever reason, I didn't think I liked it as that much. I have to go back and look when I rated it. But um, this I, first taste is... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did go back and look at mine. Um, I, I rated it a 4.5 off, off the tap. Did you? Okay, I'm going back to look at mine. I'm assuming I probably did the same thing. I'm just a dumbass. <clears throat> um, it's different, though, in the bottle. And I think... My initial impression, anyway, the if the way I remember it, it's almost better out of the bottle. See, I gave it a four two five. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's um. So first impressions, I definitely get caramel, bourbon for sure. Right. Exactly. Um, I'm trying to get signed into Untapped, and I'm forgetting my password. I had, it took me a while to get signed into YouTube. <laughs> I, was, I was used to signing into pretty much on a daily basis before, and now I'm like, uh, um, wow. 
I really like it. So just a little bit about the beer here. So it's right off of uh, Three Sheeps Brewing. Uh, the Wolf of the Beer is a bit dangerous, it says. It's packed with flavor, rich bourbon, warm wood tannins, and notes of sweet caramel and chocolate. Uh, wood. Wood. It's so easy to drink that you won't notice a 13.5 ABV. Hallelujah. Um, yes, 13.5. The Wolf is a simple beer at heart, a classic imperial style with a robust malt bill, but has a science-y trick up its sleeve. We treated the alcohol sweetness as an ingredient instead of an afterthought, using it to harness the strong bourbon notes and maintain the beer's light body. The result, the liquid equivalent of a wolf sheep in sheep's clothing. Wow, there was a nice uh, reverb at the end of that that sounded really cool. Yeah, so the availability is limited. Release styles and barrels down in bourbon barrels. Uh, hop variety is Columbus. Anybody cares? 2.5 ABV, 13 IBUs. God damn it. I think Adam's been working on his reading over the summer. Uh, either, either that or he's been practicing for this. I was. I, I, I read three sentences before this. I'm ready. <laughs> God, I can't. <laughs> Jake, what are your initial impressions while uh, Chad's over there swearing because he can't remember a damn password to a fucking thing? Go ahead, Jake. So my initial impressions <laughs> is holy shit. This is delicious. No, you, you've never had this, right? You did, I have you never had, had this. I was not able to go with you guys that day. I remember oh, hang on, hang you on, guys hang on, waited. Hang on, hang on. I'd like to rub oh, it in. Whoa. You didn't get to go with us that day. Okay, now you go ahead. <laughs> so true. So <sighs> true. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> I remember you guys were waiting for them to, because it, it was like timed. It, they yeah. they, op- they tapped it at like three or five or something, and you wanted to stay until they tapped this one. Yep. And I was so excited because we knew it was a burble, uh, a barrel age. And also remind me, like, you can't get all of their barrel ages, right? Like, you have to be in a barrel age club, but you have to wait for someone to leave before you can get into it or some shit. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. The barrel society, they call it. Yeah, so I've been waiting for this for a long time. I actually didn't think I didn't know we were going to get in a bottle. I didn't even know it was bottled. But take tasting it now, very boozy. Um, what I really like about this beer is sometimes you have beer that's it doesn't even have to be beer. Sometimes you have something that's just too damn sweet. The sweetness of the chocolate and the and the caramel mixes so well with the bourbon. Like it's it's sweet yeah. without being too sweet. Like the the combination of the bourbon with the sweetness is fantastic. Really. Yeah, it's, it, it, Damn, it's I don't I don't want to call it a blend because they do they do a series of blends, oh, but shit. it's a it's a excellent balance of those ingredients that you just listed off, Jake. And right, like they just, I mean, so this is this is it's an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels. So similar, uh, you could compare this to KBS um, very easily. Um, this is yeah. This is this is way smoother than KBS. So I drank KBS last night. Yes, um, absolutely. And I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I drank that last night because I knew we were going to be doing this tonight. Um, and well, KBS is an excellent beer. This one just I think just takes it the barrel aged imperial stout to the next level. I mean, it's this just the the taste, the smell, um, the mouthfeel, the aftertaste. Everything balances out so well with this beer. Um, and the fact that you, you, as they said on the website, you can't tell at all that it's 13.5. Good try. <laughs> all summer I've been training. Got the Rocky montage going and everything. Fuck. <laughs> all right. I'll be back in season three. 
Oh man! So, um, what are we saying then? Uh, we're gonna give initial initial uh, rating here, kids. Um, I'm I'm going for it right off the bat. Five. Easy. Right. He blows water early this year. I had a five. I had a five the other day too. Oh, <sighs> uh, Chad. Well, Chad. I don't know if we. You know. Adam and I did a Uber Joe, which is another Three Sheeps versus KBS. So maybe we'll talk about that later. But that was an interesting comp. Um, as far as this goes, she's <laughs> how it's a it's a it's a motherfucking ten. Shit, I'll give it a five. I remember five. my password. <laughs> if I could, uh... Wow. You know, Adam and I talked recently, now that we've had some good beers and then tried to find other good beers, how I want to go back and rate some beers higher. This beer makes me want to go back and rate some other beers that are comps a little bit lower because this is really good. Yeah, that's probably something we could actually... <clears throat> excuse me. That's probably something we could actually talk about um, today or maybe the next show about because that was a good discussion I think we had. Um, but I'm right along with you guys. We're, we're pretty much blowing our wad in the first show. Uh, season two, episode one here. So, um, <laughs> it's really good. I think. Wait, I think it was Chad. You said the caramel, or it was Jake. The caramel makes the the, the caramel balances in. Yeah, Jake said the ingredients. Really nice. Like it's yeah. Because usually you get either the caramel or you get like the chocolate or you get the roast nuttiness of it. But you one's always fading. This one is just very nice. I I get the caramel first, little hint of chocolate in the middle, then I the roastiness at the end and it's just it's fantastic it's better than what i remember and i think you might be right that it's better out of the bottle yeah maybe because it aged longer i i don't I, but it's kind of it's kind of bourbony all the way through all the way through this also adam would be i i i'm pretty sure this is the second uh run of this yeah because, because when we were there in april for the anniversary party I'm gonna say yes. I, don't <laughs> I think that it was, and they tapped it was that. April. Yeah, yeah, they tapped that at three o'clock. Um, yeah, I think it's what they had left mm. of the first run. This being bottled on six five, it could be it could be slightly different than what we had. What does that mean, Chad? Do you think it was barreled at a different time? Could uh, be, or it could have been barreled later than the first run. Who knows? Yeah, I. It, it either it either I think is barreled at a different time or a different age. Hmm. And I could be talking on my ass here, but I feel like that's right. Was the ABV 13.5 when you guys had it on tap? Probably don't remember that. (sighs) Drunk asses. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a safe assumption. (laughs) I don't know if there is a distinction between the two on untapped. Because, because I've been trying to find something online here that like distinguishes the two releases, and as as far as th- as far as Three Sheeps is concerned, I think they're just releasing it as this year's version, regardless. Uh, well, actually, that's okay. my question. Do you guys know? Does this come out every year? It does. I and I, I and I, man, I wish, I wish Dustin were available right now. I want to say that what they had at the party was what was left of 2017. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. The wife has now entered the room and would like to partake of the beer. Ooh. 
She's she's become somewhat of a bloodhound. When you crack a beer, she just she knows. So her senses <laughs> go off. Yeah. Hey, Gina. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> she, are we gonna, she gonna say hi? Smooth. Yeah. Well, we got a three oh. sheeps, right? The wolf. Oh, it's the wolf. How did I oh. know? I cannot believe you did not proactively tell me that you guys were. Ha- you know what? Screw all of you. You're all on Marco Polo, and you all screwed me over tonight. So, Chad, I'm remembering that. Jake, you better watch your fridge because I know the code to your garage. One, two, three, four. What do you think of the beer, Gene? Okay. It doesn't, it's not real. Um, you know, so like some of the other beers of its nature, these are the the bourbon barrels. Um, it doesn't have a whole lot of, you know, fizz to it. It goes down a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. This one has um, like a nuttier. I think this one maybe has like a nut. I, I don't know. It's It's got a very, very smooth finish. I'm trying to think of um, perhaps, oh God, you can see me. <laughs> get back, get back. Hold on, let me take my hair down. Come on, guys. Um, I'm trying to think about what, how this is different from like Uber Joe um, and some of the others that we have similar to this. It's good. I, I like it for sure. Mm, let me try it again. I get it. Really? Seriously? Try it again. <laughs> what cup are we drinking out of? Nice. Let me smell it. Yeah. Jake, you and I have the exact same thing going on with our hand. <laughs> our mouth, we're just staring at what's going on. I'm going to give that one a 425. Whoa. Whoa. Maybe a 45. Is that too high? Oh. Are you guys saying that's, that's too it. high? That's it. Please just stay to the left. What? 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 What did you guys rate it as? We're way higher than you. Okay, but I gave, see, I gave I'm, it a 10. I'm more conservative on my ratings, but I would give it a four or five. I don't know if I'd give it a perfect five only because, um, let me go to my untapped. Hold on. Let's see. Um, I I think this one may just have entered the secret scale. It did. It, yeah. It -hmm. entered the secret scale. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think the tip is in. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Why, Jake? Jake, you just kill me sometimes. You just kill me. Um, you know what's funny is that I don't think I've given anything higher than a four or five. So maybe yeah, I pretty, need. You're pretty strict on your ratings. She has, I know. Right? I, I respect she gave, that. She gave Bourbon County a four or five. She gave Cooper Project a four. What well, is, is, I, I think I need to. I don't know if I rated this the other night where we when we were at Goose Island because. Oh yeah, that was first had on July 29th. So I maybe need to redo that because I really, I really, really like that. Yeah, but if you look at my ratings, I'm like at a four or five. So maybe I really need to kind of. Oh no, I gave Uber Joe a four seven five. Nice. So I think it really just takes something. You know, my palate slightly different than your guys's, so it just takes something really special to. And that was the barrel aged Uber Joe, not this the regular. Uber uh, Joe. Let me take a look, Chad. Right? I think no, that so. was a regular. That was a regular, Chad. Yeah, the double. That's yeah, oh, the American okay. Imperial double. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I would give this one a four or five. Give it a four or five. 
Again, I'm holding you all accountable and responsible, and I'll get you back, each of you, in some way. All right, and thanks for joining us. <laughs> well, that was scary. Um, I'm afraid now. Yep, she's gonna she's gonna drown you on the boat. <laughs> oh thanks, boy! Thanks, guys. All right. Love you all. Uh, yeah, that's not what you said. Said you hated us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 your sleeve. Come on. Uh, that was mm. all I heard was revenge, revenge, revenge. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill all of you. Um, <laughs> you screwed me again. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So we've done the uh, first part of this, and then we're gonna drink it once we get to the halfway, which I'm already almost there. Oh, dude, slow down. Let it warm. Now, wait. Now, I, I was curious, you guys. What was your were yours cold, chilled, or? warmed a little or where where were you at when you started mine it? mine was cold but not i had taken it out of the fridge yeah how long ago 15 yeah 15 ish i took mine out right as i sort of logged in here so it was pretty cold yeah i took mine out at 755 and i meant to take it out at like 730 so mine's colder than i would have wanted it to be but it's already starting to warm up and that's uh, jake as you said i think it just I think it just entered the secret scale. As it, it I'm telling you, it's it's moving that way. Yeah, as it warms up, man. It's I mean, it's it's good cold, but it's slowly warming and getting better. Well, that warms though. Let me just briefly say, as, as Three Sheeps goes, that Uber Joe, just the regular Uber Joe. Have we? Have we? Have we? We didn't. I don't know if Joe, I don't we? know if you guys have. But you can get you can get a four pack for I want to say like ten bucks. That is a fantastic deal. Yeah, so let's what I if you, you want to talk fantastic. about that now. What we what we did, uh, Jake, over the summer. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll hop into that real quick. We um, were hanging out on the front porch, like drinking on the porch. Like good old hillbillies. My and, good old uh, boys do America. We just <laughs> we just started racking up beers um, that night. But the one thing we did do. Was we tried side by side, uh, Uber Joe, and was it eighteen and seventeen? KBS. Yeah, yeah. So what we did was we started out. I I brought over uh, Uber Joe and I think one other thing. Uh, maybe it, no, I brought over an Uber Joe and a twenty eighteen KBS. I was like, all right, let's yeah, settle this thing. I, I pulled my seventeen out. Yeah, and then Adam busted out a seventeen KBS because we really wanted to see. All right, well let's. Because the 17 KBS, I, I think, is known to be a little bit better than the 18, uh, yep. generally agreed on by most. Yep. So after Uber uh, beat 18, we were like, well, let's step it up a notch. And we pitted it against 17 as well. Um, and I know, do you remember where you landed on that? And, and we also proceeded to have a nice little, we, we drank a lot. I think we drank some other stuff. <laughs> too. Um, what do you mean where I landed on as far as which one was better? Yeah, like I, I remember that. The Uber easily defeated the 18 KBS. Um, I, think I, I you guys were texting me that day. I think you both ended up like an Uber better than everything you were drinking. I yeah. see. I th I think I remember it being pretty neck and neck with 17. I really like that 17 KBS. I think it's a little chocolate. You know I think you're right, Jake. I think you did pick 17 over it, and Adam, you picked Uber Joe. Yeah, but the but the edge that Uber has is it's like less than half the cost. Yeah, and, and a lot easier to find. Yep. So, so anyways, maybe maybe right we could do that even in a show. Uh, I think I still have an eighteen left. Um, I definitely have Uber Joe out there, so we could do that uh, this season. 
on the show. Um, yeah, I, I've got 18 left. Yeah, I found a big bottle of 17, so we could we could. Oh, there you go. In. So I I thought um, I did like the Uber Joe better. Um, I thought I like the flavor balance of it better. So not even I don't even think Uber. Huh? Three. I don't know what he said. He muted himself again. <laughs> I, was, I don't know. Connection. I don't. I don't think Uber Joe's barrel aged. I don't think it is either. Well, I mean, there is a, a barrel aged version. We have it. But yeah, but the one we were having, I don't. I don't yeah, even think it is. Yeah. So, anyways, side story. True. Cool story, bro. Um. Cool. So, uh, Chad, how was your summer? What have you been up to? Where have you been? What have you been doing? Um, doing? Well, I was running around your Daisy Dukes. <laughs> How do you guys know I do that? We know. <laughs> Had to put we up follow, cameras. We you, follow um, you on Instagram. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah, there is that. Um, I, I, I haven't really done a whole lot this summer. Other than we did take a vacation. Um, before vacation, I bought a couple of boats. Oh and, Jesus! Yeah the. The uh, the Chad boat sales emporium. <laughs> I had three. I'm down to two. <laughs> of Greater Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> um, have not been out on them yet. This weekend will be the uh, maiden voyage. Actually, tomorrow will be the maiden voyage of uh, the, large, the larger of the two. Um, then we went on vacation. Took a Disney cruise. Went well. We went to Disney for almost a week. Then went on a Disney cruise. It was fantastic. Um, was there any? Was this one of the Disney cruises where they they brew their own beer? Like the well, beer? It's it's a Disney sort of a Disney branded beer. It's not Disney does not brew beer. They probably bought but, it, right? I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's brewed. Brewery. It's brewed for Disney and named after um, the shipyard that their ships. The last two ships were built. The built that the, the number right. of the yards six eight seven I think is what it is. Could have sworn to be a drunk Mickey or something, but uh, um, nice. nice. Jake, you're up. <laughs> and yeah, that was just uh, that was just a few weeks ago. Um, I I I'm not going to shy away from the sad news that I I do have this summer that my mother passed away um, about a week and a half ago, uh, as we record this tonight. So had a uh, a great start to the summer. Um, vacation was awesome, and um, lost my mom, but. We're all doing good and looking forward to uh, doing some boating the rest of the summer, drinking some more beer, getting the podcast going again. Uh, yeah, that's that's my summer so far. Getting the podcast going. Yes, we've been looking forward to doing this. <clears throat> getting back to normalcy. Yes, sir. Yeah, summer is early summer just because it's crazy. It's a crazy time. It was. Um, and uh, Dallas Dan is in the chat. Said, what's up, boys? What's up, Dan? What up, dude? Uh, yeah, Jake. Uh, yeah. Um, finished off my son's baseball league. Uh, we had been rained out so much. Uh, late spring that June was just insane. There's like seven, eight year old kids playing three days in a row. Felt like we were a real freaking baseball team. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. And then, uh, yeah, I took a trip to the. Not the UP, but north of Traverse City, way up in Michigan. Rented a cabin up there. That was a lot of fun. Did some fishing, some hiking. If uh, any Michigan fans out there, Sleeping Bear Dunes. First time I've been to that national park. Awesome. 
also got this sweet hat up there. I found a great brewery called Hoplot. If anybody's in the Traverse City, I would definitely recommend checking out Hoplot. Uh, yeah, that is a sweet, sweet hat. I like it dude, a lot. It was this awesome place. You could. It, it was only. It started in 2016. Actually, of all people who who knows it, but Eric. Eric knows it. He's got a buddy he does. who's like friends with the owner, so he's been up there. Of course he does. But yeah, they, they <laughs> yeah. cut the place out like the woods in 2016. They have all this wood stacked everywhere in the back, bags, fire pit going, very family-friendly, at least during the afternoon. I was two weeks away from them selling cans, and I couldn't get a growler of the beers, their two best beers, so I'm just going to have to go back. Why? Now, wait. that. Did, was, there, was their cannery just not up and running yet? Yeah, just a small brewery. They were just yeah. they were still still getting there. They weren't but there. Were yet. they? You could you have? Why why wouldn't they? Were you, just because you're out of state, they wouldn't sell you a growler. Or? Uh, they no, they just they what were just only selling growlers of a couple kinds. They weren't oh, selling. Okay. They had an amazing stout that was that was awesome, and they had uh, it was a Russian Imperial Stout, and they had a double IPA, the my two favorites, but. They just, they, I, I asked a guy, I, I tried to buddy up, pull a chatter, get real friendly with him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there, it was just no dice on getting a, a growler. Under the table acting. <laughs> yeah, a little under deep. So mm-hmm. I was like, how about an old fashioned? Yay. Uh, but awesome place. Totally recommend it for anybody in the area. Uh, I did make a trip down, visited Dallas Dan in the Texas heat. Uh, so hot when we were down there, but we had a blast. Uh, checked out the tup, the Tups Brewery, Chad. Yeah, over the uh, full grown man, full grown man. Which so that was have, a blast. When you guys, let me stop you there for a second too. When you guys were there, they did not have uh-huh. the, the barrel aged version of it, or did you were able to try it, and not buy it? You know, I was going to lead into a whole another conversation, but yeah. So I'll, I'll be brief. We we talked to the guy. I, I will say their their staff there super friendly. Just want they just like talking beer. Uh, but what he was saying was like that's like their most known thing. So when they put that out, whatever they sell, that whatever they have, they sell. And they had a smaller batch this year with some things with brewing. Uh, but people are also there waiting for it. They have a release party and it's gone. Um, but the cool thing is they have other releases throughout the year. They have like full. They have like grown man scoundrel. Uh, grown man. I, I don't know. There's, there's like one every three months. Um, so, anyways, yeah, they, they didn't have it there, but they had some great beers. The brewery is actually in this old barn that was part of like a cotton mill factory. Um, just, I don't know, just, just a cool place. Just classic kind of brewery setting. Uh, some music, tables made out of barrels. Just good old people drinking beer. Just people that like beer. I, I really liked it. Food truck parked outside. So awesome. It was a good stop. It was a good stop. And then, uh, yeah, I had a fun birthday weekend. Adam joined me. We went and saw Foo Fighters at Wrigley. And before that, we checked out the uh, Goose Island Tap Room. And I, I, you know, I thought it's always great when you go to a tap room, or actually, they call it a brew pub yeah, because a brew they pub, do, yeah. they do some microbrewing there. It's always great when you go to a place and you can actually get things that you wouldn't find otherwise. You know, they had some beers that they only brew there. They also, you could easily buy a bottle of Bourbon County Stout, of Bourbon County Barley Wine from this past year. Uh, we did a barley wine. So it's always fun. I It sucks when you go to a place and it's like, well, shit, I just could have gotten all this at the store. Like, what am I doing here? Um, so I, I liked the brew pub. Um, and then the concert Their was a blast. Food was so good too. The food was fantastic. Yeah, it was really fantastic. good. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah, good. Good summer going by quick. Yeah, and the concert was <laughs> unbelievable. 
So, I, f- yeah. I forgot to mention uh, we went to Dave Matthews back at the uh, yes, end, of, end of June. Yeah, before I went on vacation, uh, me and Brittany and Adam and Gina went to see Dave Matthews on Northerly Island in Chicago. Yes, the death trap of Northerly Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that place. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a beautiful venue. Yeah, absolutely. It's on the lake. It's beautiful. But the way they usher you out of there, you're just waiting to get <laughs> yeah, it, one wrong it move and everybody's going to get trampled. Everybody's Zombie trampled. apocalypse. It's horrible. Yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't have been quite as bad if that um, the place Adam works for didn't have <laughs> they didn't have that giant <laughs> VIP thing. <laughs> and did you know what's so funny about that is I, I want to say the week after I got an invite. To go to a concert in Northern Lee Highland, just sit in that. Place. Oh, really? Uh, and it was something like Journey or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no. If you had to give me a Dave Matthews, I would have been there in a heartbeat. Uh, but that thing was awesome because it was free food and free booze in there. So, yeah. Cool. Oh, well, couldn't get there for Dave Matthews. Um, my summer has been, but now when I'm looking back, I was like, yeah, we didn't do much, but I've been, you did a lot. Over, I know, been all over the place. Uh, yeah. We went to, uh, yeah, Dave Matthews, Foo Fighters. I don't think I've ever seen two, two concerts in one summer before. <laughs> um, we went to uh, St. George Island, Florida for vacation. We went to uh, we And that's Texas. Panhandle, right? Panhandle area? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, not any, no special beers there. I mean, it, what I found kind of funny is that no matter where I went this year, 312 is everywhere. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, but Adam, tell our tell our fans, uh, tell your listeners there, what were some of the beers you took with you to Saint Saint George? Because you took some good ones. With oh, what you. I took with me, yeah. So we were meeting uh, Dallas, Dan, and family down there. So uh, Dallas, he has he's listened to us. You know, he always listens to us, but he hasn't can't get the beers that we can since he's down there um, in the fiery pits of hell. So <laughs> we. Uh, <laughs> So I took what I take. I took uh, what did I take. I know I took yeah. Revolution, uh, Death yeah. Star. I took Cuvée. Yeah, I was gonna say Cuvée. The bar you took uh, Bourbon County Barley mm-hmm. Wine, right? Yeah, we didn't get a drink that. We ended up drinking that when I was in Dallas. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you took CBS, CBS, right? Did you take CBS? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did, and I and you know what? Uh, Founders put out an alert like a week ago that said. Um, what do you call it? The brewmaster? What's the, 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 yeah. the, the brewmaster put out a warning that basically said, if you're holding on to it, I saw this, <laughs> drink it, drink it now because it's at, from this point forward, it's basically just going to start to get worse. Like it, it has reached really? its maximum aging lifespan and you should drink it now if you're holding it. Yeah, now, was that, was it the 2018 version? No, yeah, the last the the 17, seven, they didn't 17. do it 2018. Yeah. yeah 17, so that's the last yeah. one they brewed. Yeah. I saw that on Instagram. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of funny, because you know people like Eric, uh, or even you know Dustin, who I know from high school, they hang on to those for a couple of years. Oh yeah, I was like, "Fuck you, dude! I'm holding on." To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, guess what? Before I drink this thing, Jake, maybe this this can entice you. Guess what? We're gonna drink on the boat this weekend. Mm-hmm. What are we drinking? Are I don't even know this. This is, this is breaking news. Oh shit! You're kidding. <laughs> Yeah, Are you serious? A, yeah. Oh, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Jake. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Is this your last bottle, uh, Chad? It is. Oh. Yeah. I'll feel better if instead of drinking it, you just kind of break it across the bow, and then nope. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, so it's been a good, uh, busy, eventful summer, I'd say. And uh, so season two. I don't know what else to say after that. I don't know. Are we halfway yet? Um, I'm drinking really slow because I'm, I'm just loving every sip. Here's how you know it's a good beer when you have to tell yourself to slow down. Yep, I'm not doing a very good job. Of Where are you at, Alan? <laughs> oh, you're, you're 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 below the the six year six year anniversary range. Yeah, I'm below know? the writing. Mm. I'm still. Uh, I did have I did have my wife down here chugging it too. So oh, that's well, that's part of it. <laughs> I can get to halfway fairly quick. I just excuses. Love it. <laughs> There's nice lacing on this glass. I haven't yeah. used this glass for quite some time. Your glass is cleaner than mine because <laughs> I have no lacing on mine. <laughs> mm. So what else is going on in the beer world, Jake? I know you you keep track better than I do. Uh, well, I got two things. One thing, which actually you alerted me to, oh. is Ch- Chicago Brewery Revolution did just oh. release... Now, hang on, Release. hang on. Hang on. Yeah, I can't. Ahead. I can't take the credit for that. Um, well, Eric, yeah, chatter. No, okay. Eric texted me and Chad, and uh, I was. I came around. I was in. A, I was doing something when I first saw the text come through, and I saw the headline of it, and I had to hold my pants. I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" So yeah, I like triple chubbed on that. Pretty let's, quick. Um, hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead, Jake. Talk about it. I'm gonna see if I can find it here. Uh, well, basically, they just, I mean, gosh, it was more beers than I realized uh, that yes, are in this uh, barrel-aged lineup. It's like, t- it's 10 beers, I want to say. So they released this, the the schedule of when those beers are coming out. Now, what I was trying to understand better that I didn't know last year was, um, you know, what's the best way to try to, to get these beers? And based on the articles I've read, your best chance is to go to the tap room on those release dates because beyond that, they're going to sell to specific vendors or however they distribute it, whatever they have left. And then that's pretty much it. Um, so on October 19th, they're releasing code switch, which is a Belgium Imperial ale, but they're also releasing V S O J, which stands for very special old. Ah, damn it. What does the J stand for? I don't know. God, very special old. I just had this up. Well, anyways, I really want to try that one. It's a it's an aged barley wine, um, in bourbon and rye barrels. A yes. blend of English style barley wines aged between two and three years in bourbon and rye barrels. So that's on October nineteenth. So I'm yeah. going to try to go down there on the nineteenth. I'm going to try to go down um, and then, on the nineteenth. Yeah, I mean the code switch I would definitely try, um, but I really want that VSOJ. Yeah, and then November sixteenth and through the seventh and the seventeenth are their deaths. Tar variants. Mm-hmm. So yep. Death Star Cafe, Death Star, Death by Currents. And I want to say the Death by Currents was something that was voted in by Revolution fans this year. I think that one was oh, really? based right. off of, yeah, they have like a survey or, or a, um, you know, like what gets the most votes kind of thing. And I think that was the one that was voted in by fans. That one then, sounds quite interesting. Yeah. The, cur- the Death by Currents? Yeah. Yeah, so the death by currents uh, is 
Um, Death Star variants against they pitted a fruited Death Star variants against each other. Uh, current aged version. Wow. Tart. It says a tartness has lively tartness, soft fruit sweetness, oaky vanilla, and graham flavors from the barrel. Yeah, Ooh. that sounds. That sounds good. Yeah, it sounds really good. In December seventh, they have Rye Way to Heaven. It's a rye heavy barley wine aged in rye and bourbon barrels. Grave Digger Billy. That's a there we go. Yeah, motherfucker. And they have uh, Vanilla Death. Oh, see, I love vanilla. So yeah, vanilla beans are added to Death Star, basically. Yeah. Um, You know, as far as the those three, I mean, once again, I want to try any barley wine, and maybe we'll get into a little bit of that why, or maybe we'll talk about that. Or you guys can next time, but um, definitely I'm trying to find other good barley wines because it's it's harder than I thought. The Scotchdale one, Grave Digger Billy. <laughs> I tell you guys, I kept hearing Scotchdales were good, and I kept running into drain pours until <laughs> yep. until really just this last weekend, Adam. Yep. Um, the Cooper's Project. Yep. yep. Cooper's Project. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They, they are just... very very hit and miss, but when you find a good one. It, they're either yeah they're just not good or they're really good well they're it's either like a, they're really peaty yes so yeah. that's the problem we've run into is that they yeah. have the the peat flavor of the scotch which i can't stand so um then yeah. on january 18th they have the boss ryeway a rye ale aged in what does that say whistle pig boss hog or amrak barrels <laughs> what is i don't know it's like cognac, but arm cognac. <laughs> um, and then Chad's, abs- <laughs> Chad's absolute favorite. Straight yeah, straight jacket. I just drank. I just drank my last one last yeah, I got, week. I got a bottle still in the uh, can, still in the fridge. So, oh really? Is- <laughs> <laughs> so that is. Uh, Amazing. That's going to be amazing. So yeah. Cool. I am. I am thoroughly. As much as we like three sheeps, I am absolutely, thoroughly thrilled and impressed with Revolution Brews. Quite I, a lineup, I mean, huh? Yeah. Th- I mean, I don't think I've had anything from them that I don't like. That's and, true. As much as we talk about three sheeps, <laughs> Revolution, uh, top, top you're three. Right. You're right. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely top three because it's there really isn't. Yeah. I think where I again where I'd say no no to it. So um so I am much looking quantity of quality with them. I am looking same forward with, to the, the code shoes. switch. That interests me. The Imperial Ale aged in blackberries. Oh, that all right. Well, Adam, what if I told you, okay, you'll get a Death Star. We'll get you a straight jacket. But I'm, you're only gonna get one more on this list. Oh, which one would I want? Which ones does any of them stick out to you? Well, you said I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a Death Star and a straight jacket, but I only get one more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's toughy. Um I'll probably do the Gravedigger. Gravedigger? That's yeah, the, is, that, is that the Scotch Ale? Yeah, it's the Scotch Ale. I like Scotch Ales when they're good, like you said. <laughs> uh, you could be taking a chance on this one, but it's risky. A Scotch Ale is either like a point two five or a four five. There's like no in between. <laughs> There's no between. But I, I trust Revolution. It's not going to let me down. So. True story. You're probably, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. That are, that Cooper, I have some. I have some. I forgot to give it to you today, Jake. But I do have some for uh, both you and Dick. Um, 
I mean, we, we, so I'll tell you that story. So we were in, in Texas and Dallas and they have total wine, I think is what it's called. It's like in the Chicago area. If you're in the Chicago, it's like a, a yeah, there's, there's one in, uh, there's one in Brookfield and Milwaukee too. We just yeah, found that never, out. Never heard of it until we were down there. So, uh, we, we stopped in there cause, um, Dan was telling me that's probably the best place. And, and there was that a, a wall full of, of Texas beers and one side note, the only, the one thing I noticed about Texas beer is it's either going to be an IPA a lager mm-hmm. or cream ale and you have very smattered in between somewhere is possibly a stout but that's what i noticed yeah i really struggled when i was down there finding a sour finding like a new england ipa yeah, yeah new england ipas too that's, that's gina's favorite too west coast and, ipa yeah florida florida's the same way with their most of their breweries you can't find you can't find the flavor yeah uh so we were in there we we got some beers and we were checking out and the dude checking me out was taking his own sweet time and so i was just kind of looking around and behind me on the bottom rack and it was like it's like one of those you know in the middle of the aisle type stands right you know it wasn't like a huge stand it was just one of the middle aisle um displays and at the very bottom was i saw the uh bourbon county barley wine and it was just a smattering of them. They weren't like nicely put together. It was just kind of there. And I'm like, Dan, the Bourbon County, you know, barley wine. So he ran over and grabbed them. And then as he was doing that, I noticed right next to it was the Cooper Project. And I was like, son of a bitch. So <laughs> and and you had they had Brasserie Noir out there. And they had Brasserie Noir too. So all these goose islands that we can't get um are hard to find here. So I got a, a bottle of the, of the Brasserie Noir. I got six bottles of the the Cooper. Uh Dan got, I think three or four bottles of the barley wine. So um, nice. that and so I had a bottle of that uh, Friday night with Dan. We split a bottle and it was just great. And then we had some at the pub, um, the brew pub, Goose Island. It was oh, so good. <laughs> that's a scotch out right there for you. It, kids. And Adam, when you were telling me that, it was kind of, uh, I don't know if frustrated or irritated is the right word, but like I totally get they're trying to grow their market, but man, it sucks when they send more beer to an area and those people just don't really know what they have. Yep. Meanwhile, you know, we're close and I'm looking for it. Yeah, but is it I can't get it? Is it that they sent more there? Or is it that just everybody here wants it? That, I mean, that maybe could be they, they send the same amount there or even less there, but nobody just knows get bought, what, yeah. what it is. Fair enough. But I but I do recall freaking pallets of kbs that dallas dan was showing us and the the places around here did not get that much kbs but this is that's founders this is goose island or you know whoever a goose island is but so so be it yeah Yeah. are we halfway yeah i call i'll call halfway flavors change a little bit but only for the positive so Mm -hmm. chad uh i'm gonna go five two five ss (laughs) on secret scale <laughs> Jacoby. so i feel like it's only gotten smoother as it like the sweetness is there but just in a more subtle way and the it still has that nice bourbon all the way through um i as well was gonna raise it on the secret scale to a five two five it feels right yeah it, it this is amazing and it begs the question <laughs> is this the best three chiefs beer you've had Ooh. uh i think i've noted <clears throat> The 2018 cuvee in the secret scale. Okay, we need to start keeping like a. You need a yeah. special notebook for this chat. We need to. We need to keep this. 
Um, this is my first secret skill. So even better, even better than veneration, huh? Well, that's the only one I can think of that I don't know. I, I do have some veneration tucked away in a secret yeah, but, spot. But in your prison wallet? <laughs> the only safe <laughs> <one for it>. um, <laughs> I'd, have to try, <laughs> I'd have to try a veneration again to compare. I want to say uh, it's it's neck and neck with veneration. I mean, veneration is... Yeah. I like it better than veneration. I think veneration might have a little more <laughs> complexity to it. There's a few more flavors going on. But I don't know if the sum is better than this. I think I think the the sum might be better here. This is this is a special beer. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, so halfway we're past that. <laughs> I have an interesting. This isn't well. Actually, this is probably the interesting blandest headline I've ever seen. This just came out on Brew Studs today. Uh, on well, let me go back to the email real quick because the email says it best. Just released. Data shows. Uh. Craft that's well, it wasn't bad. Any better ones? So does this really make you want to click on this this story or not? Just released. Data shows craft beer is stable. I I was reading an article, Chad, that was independent US craft beer production up five percent so far that's, in twenty eighteen. That's what it shows. Data shows growth. Yeah. So but that's not that's that's not stable. Zero percent would be stable. But I was like, I read that headline, I'm like I, that doesn't make me want to read that story. Well, so I have a couple stories open here talking about, um, and one was put out today and one was put out yesterday talking about the craft beer. And what it's saying is it's still volatile in the sense that there's a bunch opening and a bunch closing. Yep. But highest overall, number, highest number yeah. of both. Go ahead. I said highest number of both mm-hmm. expected this year. What of openings, highest mm-hmm. number of openings and highest and, number and, of closings. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, there's like 2,500 across the country that are waiting to open right now. It's crazy. 2,500 to 3,000 in the planning stage based on active alcohol and tobacco tax and trade bureau licenses. So the number is up uh, 55.62 during the same period last year, 66.55 active breweries as of June 30th. So it's it's volatile, but it's still growing. Yeah, and that's where where the stable, stable word comes from, but... Well, because I think in you know in a capitalist you know economy, you have to have some growth for stability. I think if it's just flat year over year, they would look at that as a negative. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, but, like we uh, yeah. we were talking the other day, Jake, about would you open a, a brewery? Yeah, now? yeah. I mean, Chad, we we got into it pretty heavy, and I think uh, Adam and I the consensus was that we kind of missed the window, and there's there's just so much competition right now, and there's also perhaps. Um, we're reaching a bubble that might burst where nice uh, hands, you know, yeah. We're like the craft beer thing. Thank you. I couldn't think. So I was like, maybe I'll do this. It'll come to me. Um, but we're like, you know, like maybe people are just oversaturated. Maybe people are getting tired of like all the snobbiness that has become associated with it. Let's do this together. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. We were, we were saying, you know, cause for a while, me, Dan, and Jake, I uh, kind of started talking about yeah. going in on a brewery, and um, yeah, I was like, I don't, I think we missed that boat. Um, it's, it's, I, I, to me, I just don't know right now. I, I wouldn't myself, myself, I wouldn't do it. It's a lot of money to throw into a pot that's already very, very full. <laughs> but it's crazy. Some of these breweries that are crushing it right now. They, they only started like in the nineties, early two thousands, like. 
we did not miss we did not miss it by that much no yeah founders, 10 years yeah founders only been what 20 somewhere yeah. around 20 years yeah it's only been like 98 or something yeah yeah i mean which for us really isn't that so you, you think know. do you think it's at its peak or is it just at a plateau and will take off again well so we know that domestic beer sales are continuing to decline as far as what I saw at the start of shitty beer. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise known as, yeah, as, you know, crap. Um, <laughs> That's what I saw. I saw at the beginning of the year that alcohol, like hard liquor and wine sales were still showing steady growth. Yes. That was actually the story a couple of years ago that, that, uh, uh, hard hard liquors and wine were <clears throat> at that time we're still chasing beer but we're pretty much even with beer and then it surpassed beer right and if if you know if weed becomes legalized at a federal level <laughs> what impact will that have i so mean maybe we're beer. <laughs> maybe i mean maybe so i i don't i it is possible that we're sort of at the uh the the peak of this this bell curve and that you know i don't know but you know everything goes in it's all cyclical. Yeah, I mean, you got muted again by the system. Didn't like you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think it, like it's all cyclical, and so it's going to kind of wrap around. But um, I like to think that we're just at a plateau and we're going to take back off again. But one thing I know Jake mentioned that we also talked about, and I'd like to hear what you think, Chad, is that I kind of equated it to the uprising uh, of wine. And then when wine came up in popularity and then it hit this kind of plateau because everybody kind of had this backlash toward the wine snobs, you know, so these people who every time you go to a, a restaurant, they'd have to, you know, get all wine snobby on you. I wouldn't drink that, you know, and we're seeing that with beer people, which some may point to this show and say that where people now like some some of our neighbors, Jake, have even said they don't want to think about it. They just want to grab a beer and drink it. Right. So that's what I kind of equated possibly to a plateau because of that. Almost, 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 uh, you know, an exhaustion due to, you know, over analysis. I'm going to say that. So, Chad, are we at a peak? And if so, is that partly because people are tired of beer dicks, beer snobbery? Well, but I think the craft beer industry is doing something about that now. And that's going to depend on how popular the the like solid gold from yeah. or uh summerfest is uh i don't know if you guys have had summerfest from uh, uh uh sam adams yet it's their new it's their lager that just came out um did that, did that sam 57 bomb chat or whatever that was saying so, oh sam 76 i just saw an ad, a advertisement for it during the cubs game so oh, it's, yeah. it's they're still trying to sell it but i think that i mean that beer i think overall is actually doing quite well even though we didn't like it but yeah Actually, I think it is. I was actually looking it up right now, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, it may be at a plateau, but it, it's gonna, it's gonna depend on how the traditional style beers, lagers, pilsners, get accepted, um, into into the big beer market. Because I mean, the, I think the the way that the craft beer companies are doing lagers and pilsners, um, are is a little more creative and have they do have a little bit better flavor which, you know, to some people, they're just not going to want that. They want the, tr the traditional stuff they've always been used to. And the other thing to think about is what kind of styles are going to be uh, essentially invented. I mean, the sour thing, 
I don't know how popular that still is right now. I think it's still pretty popular. Um, I don't think that it was this massive thing that everybody thought like this was going to be the biggest style of the year. Right. That was um, going to be like the next big thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think though it is the, the next big thing in craft beer circles. Right, right. Where, where IPAs right. were a big thing in craft beer for a while, and, that, and then IPAs kind of made it over into the mainstream, whatever you want to call it, you know, into the rest of the world beer market, where every every bar you go to and every restaurant you go to has some type of IPA on, on tap now where they didn't have that. Don't know that I see Sours making that type of a injection. Into yeah, it, it definitely takes a, a, an interested palate to drink a sour beer. Um, I mean, just not everybody likes sour flavor. So, um, I, the other thing, the other thing that comes to mind is, I don't know what the percentages of gender, how the gender breakdown is, um, between around craft beer. So if the, the newer rosé styles that are coming out and the, uh, hibiscus, well, hibiscus sours and, you know, that kind of stuff. Is that a, is that going to appeal to a broader female market? Um, because I, I'll just use Brittany as an example. She'll drink um, Boulevard's Jam Band, Founders, Rubeus, and she likes them. She's she's typically just a uh, a cider, apple or pear cider drinker when it comes to beers. But this the the newer um, rosé style, we'll just call it. I don't I don't really know what what the style is called, but that fruitier flavored beer might appeal more to the female market and that could that could provide some big big growth too so i just found did you guys hear my burp i think i was on mute did you hear that we didn't hear it so it didn't count um so <laughs> that, burp <I've> <laughs> <laughs> that is outstanding <laughs> that would have been awesome had we heard it and we yeah. both of us just yeah. didn't pay attention to it at all but i no, thought you guys were punking me like pretending not to hear it and then I was like, oh, shit, I think I'm on mute again. I don't, know why I, do it. I don't think either of us could pretend not to hear a good burp from um, you because it never happens. That's true. We would have gone wild. I, I just pulled up an article from the Brewers Association. Uh, this article is from June 12th of this year, so it's not old. But shifting demographics among craft drinkers is what it is. We'll link it in the description. If we remember to do that, we probably <laughs> won't. Um, but it says... Um, Bro. Yeah, see, Mine was like that good. Like it was not. There was no. Way. It really was. It was <laughs> like the best all. Ever had. It didn't happen. Um, <laughs> around forty percent of the twenty-one and over population is now a craft beer drinker. Um, that's really? going going up about one to two percentage points a year. Forty percent, um, you said. That's what it says, 40%. yeah, and they 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 say that as if they use at least several times a year as a standard. Okay. So that's what they're basing off of. And you guys can read this. Right? It's a, the, the Brewers Association um, is basically, yeah, the Association for Small and Independent Craft Brewers uh, in the country. And they have, they're always doing this type of research, market research type of stuff. So it's a really interesting article with a ton of numbers. But basically they're saying that um, 20 and over populations has, um, has gone up. And that population is also going up by 2.5 million legal drinkers. They're That's saying, yeah, that is. Um, but they're saying basically it's not all that bad. Now, you're asking about gender, and that's what led me to find this. Again, taking the broad at least several times a year view, craft drinkers are 31.5% female, 68.5% male uh, by uh, Nielsen Harris, 2018. 
Give me, give me the percentages again. 31.5 ladies, 68.5 male. Okay. Job, well, ladies. It'll be interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a great number. I think it's awesome. Um, I, I, I just, I got to wonder if that could increase based on the uh, well, styles being brewed that are, that are, I don't know how to politically correctly say more female it. oriented. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, but well, just, just they researched and built the beer for that audience. Based now, on what, you know, when we were at that hot lot, we went there twice on that trip and Lauren got, uh, my lady, full time, she got the strawberry highway robbery, which is a strawberry blonde. She loved yeah. it. Yeah. But that was a very specific type of beer. Right. And she's not a beer drinker otherwise. No, she's, she's not. Something so, specific. Yeah. That she liked. She that's really great. Did. That's awesome. But they have to, you know, I say they, any brewery run by men or women, you know, have to make that decision, you know, how large of an audience are we trying to appeal to? Now, just for some historical information here, 2015, when Harris Poll um, did this, uh, using the same criteria several times a year, the female drinkers were 29.1%. So, so they are that's good. A bit. going yeah. up. That is good. <clears throat> um, they said in three-year period, uh, the total craft beer consumption went up 5%. The female switch was two percent. So of the total increase over the period, females took, I mean, just a little under half. So, so there you go. There's the answer to your female. Nice. Thanks for the market research. <laughs> we have so much information on this show. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just glad we have devices that can help us. Yeah, and we don't have to like do the research ahead of time. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> hey, is there volcano still going in Hawaii? I knew it was funny. We were talking. I was thinking about what we we're going to do on the show, and I'm like, checking out our volcano. <laughs> I just haven't heard anything about it. Oh, sadly, we've got all these damn wildfires now. That's like worse than it's ever has been. Yeah, we have all the wild wildfires now. We have a dumbass in in the Oval Office. It just there's so much to talk about and so little time to do the news. They don't know what they're going to do. So <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no seriously is a volcano still going on um, hold on i'm trying to get it up here man. well Trent, that's what she said try harder <laughs> that's what she said are the wildfire I, honestly I, I i think you guys know i don't follow the news at all is the wildfires are they in california yeah that's yeah still, that's still happening it's uh i was reading up on that a little bit today i'll just make it brief because you know I don't know how much people care about wildfires, but um, oh, look at this. Uh, lava still advancing to create 700-acre landmass. So it's actually creating land, right? Yes, right. Not, not sure how inhabitable it'll be, but... Uh, not now, but maybe like a thousand years from now. Right, yeah. Somebody will be able to use yeah. it at some point. Somebody will be able to beach out there sooner or later. But yeah, Chatter, these, uh, these fires, they're increasing in intensity, and uh, you know, I won't turn this into a political debate, but certainly some some scientists think it's the climate changes. Um, and what's kind of crazy is if this keeps up, these fires are going to burn like forces that have been in California and other places for, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of years. So you're going to take all this land that used to be forest land, it's basically going to become like prairie grassland after all the forests burned down. So I don't know. So here's a map of the wildfires right now. Wow, that's a lot of them. Right. Now, yeah. if you start 
zooming in on some of these big ones, like this is the was this the car? I can't remember. I thought it was the car wildfire, but let there's me been fires it. burning in some Huge. part of California, I think, since 2015. Like yeah, there's there's come been farther north. Very going. Yeah, these are huge areas, you know. Yeah, uh, might not look like much on this map. I mean, yeah, Redding, yeah, Redding, California. I mean, look at that. Like it's yeah, it's engulfed an entire lake right there. Um, you know, and you have why don't they use the lake water? <laughs> I know. Come on. So yeah, I mean that's the fires. I mean, if we could back out all the way. It's only California. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, but that's there's crazy. there's some some high risk places in Nevada and Utah and stuff. So. Fire. Jeez. So but, there's our uh, there's our per show update on volcanoes and fire volcanoes and fires. I don't know what we're gonna call it, but yeah, there you go. The fiery know. fiery rim. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I had looked up uh, while you guys were chatting amongst yourself. Uh, you had asked about Sam seventy six. Yeah, Boston beer for the first part of two thousand eighteen. Ooh, thunder! Up seventeen point eight percent from the same time last year. Well, uh, they've been advertising the shit out of it, so yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise me that their sales are up. That doesn't mean people like it, but people well, are trying. They're, it. they're buying it. People are trying it. Um, but also, there's a New England IPA, which we didn't review. I had it, and it's one of the most flavorless New England IPAs I've ever had. <laughs> it's yeah, not. It doesn't have flavor. <laughs> like I don't. I don't understand. Um, but, but I guess I do understand because in a lot of a lot of places that you go, Walmart's, Targets, bars and stuff around, the only craft beer we've talked about this before, Chad, like in airports that yep. you have, Sam the only is Sam Adams. Yep. And and that's fi- and it's fine when I'm traveling. I'm happy to drink it. It's they they make some good beers, but just not the New England IPA. It's it's just a readily available craft beer. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, you know, I, what, you know what? I got to correct myself. I said Summerfest was Sam Adams. That's uh, Sierra Nevada. Sorry. Summerfest Lager, Sierra Nevada. First show correction of the season. Yes. And of course, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Better you than me. <laughs> I mean, it's almost it's, always me. Usually it's Jake. <laughs> Story. While we're on here, I, I didn't quite understand what was going on with distribution in Texas with craft beer. Oh, God. So while I was down there, I was talking to the Tufts guy because we couldn't buy anything when we went there. I, I could buy n- nothing to take home. Nothing. And like I knew that there was some weird Texas rules. From the brewery, you couldn't. Yeah, when we went to Tufts, I could oh. not buy anything and take it home. So I started I think asking. You texted or Marco about that. Yeah. And so basically, the gist of it was because they didn't have a full kitchen, they couldn't sell beer to take home. Um, and basically the guy's like, you know, right now we're, we're just, we don't have the capital or really the desire to make the investment having a full kitchen, you know, having a food truck works great for us. Um, but he went on to talk about how, you know, the, the guy that owns Tops or was one of the main, you know, owners of Tops goes to these dinners where he has to pay, you know, whatever it costs for a plate just to talk to senators of the state and, and, uh, try to get them to change the laws. But. At the same time, people that do distribution don't want to change anything because they want to be in charge of all that distribution. And then the other bigger beer places, craft beer places that do have full kitchens, they also are siding with the distributors because they're trying to keep down all the small people. Yeah. Because they, they can already sell it at their place. So they're not trying to help out their fellow craft beer brethren. 
you know. So, yes. so really, no surprise when you're talking about Texas to me. Um, <laughs> it's really it's about the big yeah. business side of it. I would have I would have thought the other craft beer places would have cared more about their other beer friends and distributors, or at least their own wallet. So kind, uh, of, a, kind of a funny story relating to this. So when we were there, because we came down, you know, the week after you, um, we didn't go to Tups, but we still wanted to go to a brewery. And we had we went to a brew pub. I don't know if you guys have ever been to like Ram around here. It's supposed to be like a brewery and a restaurant. It's yep. not good quality, good food, but I don't think the beer is very good. It's still that type of thing. And and like it's it's at that environment where I feel, I feel like, and I'm not saying this exactly how it is, but. You're either focusing on the food or you're focusing on the beer, but it's hard for you to be able to focus 100% on both and make both excellent, right, for a lot of places. Places like Goose Island who beer, that's what they do. And then they bring in a food guy. That's a little bit easier. But like some of these places, like in Texas, they're trying to compete, you know. So Texas is focused solely on the big guy. And like like Jake said, it's all about the distributors and, and them their lobbying power. And so like yep. I think we talked about, on season one of the show, there's a documentary that I watched where the Texas brewery basically said he could make more money brewing in Texas, but selling across the border in Arizona. And there's actually even some brewers now who are close to the borders. <laughs> that I swear that you threw up on your microphone. Seriously, did you just puke? What has happened? I had a good one earlier, and I was on mute. Like, I, like, like earlier, I like burped so hard just like moved. Oh, it's oh, horrible, disgusting. Uh, but there's some, there's some brewers who are on the border of the state who will actually brew it in Texas, and then they'll also open up a small brewery across the border so they can sell directly to the consumer. It's crazy. <laughs> and Jake, that was just disgusting and horrible. I I, I hurt a little bit of my mouth after hearing you. Well, I don't remember any of them off the top of my head, but if you do, if if you do uh, want to do something, you can Google um, some of the craft beer alliances in Texas and don't and make a donation. And that money. No, only wait, wait, wait! Be careful how you use that word, craft beer alliance, because that's trademarked by Budweiser. Sorry, uh, no, not that. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. Great. My, no, we get a call from some some, some yeah. fucking lawyers. Yeah, right. Like Budweiser won't. I will give people. him your address. Money. Jacob Dahlquist. I don't know. Texas Alliance, Lone Star Beer Company, whatever. Beer they Alliance call. of Texas. Let's go with that one. Okay, I was close. <laughs> you can give the money, and it it, it says supposedly Texas the money Craft Brewers Guild only used to try to change the uh, the law so that they can sell the TCBG. Yeah, tickle it, tickle me with. Oh, wait a minute. Uh oh. Hold on. I go to the, the Beer Alliance of Texas. Mm-hmm. And is that a thing? Scroll down. I have a card that has like four of them. What? Oh, Bud Light. <laughs> well, there's also a Miller one here, too. So I'm like, what? Oh, we just got a message from uh, Dallas Dan. Cubby's win. Full Hamels for a start. Are we almost done? I am almost done. My, do I have clearance oh. to finish? You have clearance, Clarence. I just finished. <laughs> it felt oh, so good. God. But the beer, Chad, the beer. Feels <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. That's what he asks every night. Do I have clearance to finish? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So I just buzz a tower. Well, you, you lasted a lot longer than usual. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, boys. 
So that was final, all. Yeah. Excellent. Final decision, kids. Uh, I'll I'll say I'm going to stick with my five two five SS, and um, I have another one sitting on my shelf right there that I'll probably drink tomorrow. Oh, it's going to get a five on Untapped, and I am going to start tracking right now the secret rating scale where it will get a five two five. And I, I would ask Chad, how high does the secret scale go to? Does it just go to six or does it go higher? I don't think that it needs to go any higher than six. That's okay. just my personal personal Wait, opinion. We're going to give a limit to a fictional scale that doesn't exist because it's a secret. I love that you just made up a word called fictional. You're welcome. <laughs> so I'm hearing Adam agrees to keep it to six. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Totally, totally. Yeah. Totally cool. Totally. Uh, I'm going to make my first entry into the secret scale. I'm doing a five, a two five. Oh boy! But the next veneration I have, I will probably be piercing that scale as well. Ooh. Well, you've you've both just entered with a tip, so there's a little room to grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Enter and wiggle. All right, boys. Well, season one, episode one is uh, done. It was very long. If you've made it to this point, thank you very much. Uh, we do appreciate that. And uh, we will probably get into the swing of once a week. Yeah, that's the plan. Dan, <laughs> very okay. Yeah, right. Uh, thanks for listening. You can get, always uh, find everything you need to know about us at beardapps.com and uh, check back uh, because we'll have, have more of this. Um, the Facebook group, if you're still there, thank you because we, we're not. <laughs> yeah, um, we just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. I do see people posting uh, every now and then. Uh, so thank you for, I guess, keeping that alive. Uh, Twitter, of course, Beard Hops. Uh, Jake, thank you for joining us once again, sir. Thank thanks, you, guys. Excellent beer. Always love bye having, bye. always love having you on. Uh, Dallas, Dan, thanks for watching. Thanks for being our one and only audience member. We had we had three at one point. Oh well, awesome. They didn't like us. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're back, bitches. We are back. I right, guess. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, hey. God, here we go. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering, can we do instead of a Friday morning beer review, can we just have like a Friday morning burp where Chad just gets on there and like <laughs> chugs a beer and burps as hard as he can, and then that's just it. I think, I think what <laughs> this is what do. I thought about over I the mean, summer. I, this I is what take, I think about when I'm alone. All, all right, I'm done. If I can take all the Marco Polos I have from Chad where he's burping, um, <laughs> it's at least once a day. That and, would be a massive <laughs> It's yeah, just it'd, be like a compilation. it'd be like a 15 minute just string. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just a little gassy. I'm gassy. That all, yeah, Jake, are you done? Is that all you have? Skull, boys. Skull. Okay. Skull. All right. <laughs> Later, bitches. <laughs>